everybody welcome to the notes my goats podcast as always i'm brandon and i'm steve and it is a friday episode guys in uh i think it's what early may now steve early yeah it's hopefully early it stops may. snowing but i doubt it so uh steve which makes the the album that we're doing today very real for me because you know allergies are hitting and you know i'm getting a little something in my chest Little you're weed, such a, little you're such a dad joke, dude. Such a dad joke. <laughs> I thought about that joke about like earlier this afternoon. I was like, I gotta make sure that I say that. So at least you're not blue because you're sad. That, that is true. That is true. So wow. St- Steve, first off, Fridays are our guest episodes, and you yes. have a guest today, right? We do have a guest today, yes. All right. Who is our guest, so, Steve? Brandon, uh, we have a guest. We've reached out in uh, talked to her a few times i'll be on the podcast she loves music all kinds of music and i said you should be on the podcast you're super funny and you'll kind of give me shit in a very dry humor kind of way which i appreciate um oh definitely and she's local to our our where we live she actually lives in our town it's kind of fun we both did not live here all three of us actually are not all from three here, of us now live amongst the cows we all live in the cows yes took my christmas wreath down if you guys noticed drive while driving past my house just like two days ago so nice i took down my i took down our christmas garland uh last week so you're not i was wrong. gonna say it's, um, it's still been cold around here so it makes sense that you've kept it up yes. all right it's snow to their day Exactly. So, yeah. guys, today we are actually talking to a friend of mine and a friend of friend of Wayland, uh, Caitlin Wilder, um, and she brought us an album, but an artist we've actually done before, but an album we have not. And I, I can't believe we haven't actually done this one yet. But we've only been doing this for so long, and we only use so many albums. So, Caitlin, what are we talking about today? Yes. Um, so we're talking about Weezer. It's actually self-titled, it technically, self-titled. right? So, yes. yes Weezer, right? It's their but, first uh, self-titled. Yes. So the common name or like the folk name is the Blue Album because it's blue. Um, and it debuted back in 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just crazy that like it was like their debut album album because like it's like one of everyone's like favorite Weezer album and like it's like one of the best albums of all time like in my heart so like it's it's just crazy to think that that's what they first came out with um yeah and and I was looking on Wikipedia and it was like listed as like you know alternative rock power pop um pop punk emo pop rock and geek rock which I love like I just love that that Geek, geek rock um, it's is a such good time. good description. Yeah, it's just so good. It is. Um, so I love it. To, I felt like some of the themes in the album were like um, sort of like having a viewpoint from the outside, like looking in mm-hmm. at society. For sure. Um, being an outsider, like teen or like young person angst, um, mm-hmm. kind of finding a home in the margins, like in the alternative. Um, and also sort of like living in your own head and in that way, like living outside of society because you're living in your head yeah. instead of in society, um, kind of being delusional. I was definitely delusional as like an angsty, like punk teenager. 
think most of them are. Yeah, it really, it really breaks um, down that whole that teenage that teenage rivers is where you kind of get to this yeah, album. Is, and it's it's yeah. funny because they were not teenagers when this came out; they were in their early twenties. Mm-hmm. But you're you're right. So it's fa- it is a fantastic debut, and I couldn't believe it was their debut either. It was one of those ones where you're like, wow. So we did talk about Weezer back in episode 78. We broke down. It was mm-hmm. our first double album. We did we did OK Human and uh, Van Weezer. And uh, as you said, American rock band from L.A. They started in 1992. It's, it was really, ago. I mean, they only it took them two years to get their debut out. But um, mm-hmm. now they've had 15 total albums, 15 so far, 37 singles. Yeah, and I broke this out. What's that? <laughs> I went to the Make Believe show at the Van Andel Arena. So. Oh, yes. Nice. I have not seen them live yet. They are on my bucket list. I would love to see these guys live. I'm, I, I want to see them on an outdoor show, I think, though. I just I really wanted to go to the tour last year. I just couldn't make it time-wise and having kids and whatnot. It's funny. They have 37 singles. But they have 40 music videos because these guys love to make music videos. As much as they like to make music, they make the videos, too. Now, as promised, we talked about this last year. They're actually releasing four extended plays. Um, albums this year, four EPs, uh, all called Seasons, and they actually had the first one came out in Mar- on March 20th of a s- called Spring. So, again, we did plug this after releasing two last year. They're going to put four more out this year. So, six albums in two years. These guys are crazy. They've sold over 35 million albums worldwide. Now, the one stat that I've loved to pull up that is easy to pull up for me because the sales get weird. Um, I'll let you guys guess here. How many monthly listeners on Spotify do you think this band has? Monthly. Kate, Caitlin, you go first. You can go big. I'm really bad at modern <laughs> facts. <laughs> um, I don't know. A million. You're, you're, you're good. What are you, Brandon? I'm going to say... Like 11.4? 11.4 what? Million. Did you look it up? No. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> it's 11.5. He knew I was going to ask the question. Yeah, 11, I, 11, I rounded up. 11.5 million, you jerk. Yeah. I tell you. This is why I don't let you. I just shouldn't tell you things before I do them. It's okay. Um, now, well, no. Yeah, no, you were. I mean, Brandon usually goes to like 32,000. That's so like where he goes. And it's like, oh, Brandon. Yeah. But so we're talking about the Blue Album. It's their first self-titled album. Yeah. Now they've had um, multiple self-titled albums since then, um, which I'll have a question for you guys later on that one, I think. Uh, but it was released May 10th, 94. So it's, it's coming up on 28 years old. As, mm-hmm. of, as of this, when this comes out, it's pretty close to being 28 years old. Makes me feel super freaking old. Um, it did reach number 16 on Billboard. Um, sold over 15 million copies worldwide. It is actually their best-selling album. Their very first one is their best-selling one of all time. Um, it was ranked 294 out of the 500 for greatest uh, records of all time by Rolling Stone. Right on. Um, and it was actually kind of funny. One of the fun facts, because we've done this band before, I don't like to do a whole lot on backstory here, but I found that it was interesting. This Weezer actually had a hard time getting started because they came up in LA, which was at the time of the early 90s, was either glam hair metal that was kind of coming out and then grunge. And they didn't fit in either of those categories. <laughs> um, 
they they kind of it took them two years to get signed right because they wouldn't go grunge like rivers just wouldn't do it so he stuck to his guns and said no but a label found them and after two years and then about six months later they put the blue album out and they just went with it now it had um three singles these are all very popular songs uh undone the sweater song uh buddy holly and say it ain't so which is funny for me because I think a lot of these tracks are singles in my heart because I, yeah. I listen to them all. I listen to this album all the time. So I'm like, that one wasn't a single? Come on. It's so good. I don't, I don't remember hearing Say It Ain't So on the radio like back in my day. Like that to me was like more of a deep track that I like discovered after I bought the album. Yes. Yeah. And I think it came out later, but I, I was the same way. I didn't know it was a single. Um, I thought I thought it was uh, like... Um, Surf Wax America was a single, was the th- third that came out later, or it was the first one. But mm-hmm. everybody knew Buddy Holly because the video, the yeah. you know, that is just iconic. So everybody yeah. kind of knew that one. And Undone is just it's a it's a fun song. So that was yeah. a good one too. But yeah, I was with you. Say it ain't so. I knew that one later on because the movie that came out that was Say it ain't so, and then the song was on was all over the place on that movie. But yeah. It's kind of one of those things. And they've done a few songs in movies that have been kind of like the movie. Um, it's yeah. kind of funny. So now we get into our favorite tracks. Now, this is a hard one for a lot of us because we've all mentioned we love this album. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with Brandon. Brandon, what was your favorite track? I picked My Name is Jonas as my favorite. Really? Track. I did. Uh, the biggest thing I liked about this track was the back and forth sound being kind of extremely pulled back for a while and just acoustic and then mm-hmm. it just uh, then all of a sudden just gets really hard and in your face so yeah. the track itself provides great musical diversity and it was just a just a fun fun listen to you know kind of start the start the album off so that one for me was was my favorite and one that for me I'm surprised was it wasn't a single Right away, it was, totally. because that—that's one of the ones from this album. When I was introduced to it, that that this was one of the first tracks that I was introduced to from this album. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What about you, Caitlin? What's your favorite? So I put so I my favorite is probably um, in the garage, but mm-hmm. I put um, undone as my favorite because I didn't know if we were going to talk about deep tracks or not. As mm-hmm. far we will. As, like, we will. Okay. So I put Undone just because when I was in ninth grade, I heard that song on the radio and I straight up called them and I was like, who is this? And they were, you know, back when like, teenagers used to call up the radio and they were like, it's Weezer. And I'm like, okay, you know, so I like bought the album and I like, you know, just listened to it, like memorize the lyrics. I remember like, I used to be really shady in high school and I would like invite people to my basement for me to like pierce their ears and stuff. And so nice. I like... <laughs> like piercing ears to the song you know like I was like yeah like, in my cool basement you know and like that's awesome um it was just like kind of the beginning time of me like starting to be punk and starting to be like you know I'm alternative and mm-hmm. you know this is my this is my lifestyle and I'm gonna like memorize lyrics and buy you know look into albums further and stuff like that and so and just like that, that miserable riff in the beginning, you know, that just like, you know, you just as like a, an alternative teenager, you just feel so sorry for yourself all the time, you know, and it's like, 
you know, if you want to destroy my sweater, pull this thread as I walk away, you know, and I feel like so many like angsty teenagers can just relate to that. And, um, you know, just sort of, you're, you're always the victim, you know, yeah. as, as an, as an alternative teenager. And that song just captures that so well. So yes, I just absolutely. had to put that one, you know, the go-to Weezer no, yeah, I love it. So that's it's actually my favorite song as well. Is undone, and it's it's more for like it's my favorite song to sing in the car with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> and like I love it. The opening drum hits kind of announce the song, and you know what it is right when they heard that. Mm-hmm. Like you knew exactly what's coming yeah. on. Um, yeah. Anyone who's a it's a fan of this band or knows like that mid '90s rock will know what it is right when the first drum hits. You just kind of know the song's mm-hmm. coming through. This one's also super nostalgic for me because it reminds me of my last official high school party. I graduated in 2002 um, and we were all those kind of crazy punk, you know, alternative rock kids. And this song was playing. And I remember being just a little bit intoxicated, just, just a touch, just a little, little bit. And walking into a very large room yelling when this song was playing, I'll soon be naked lying on the floor right. at the same moment that no one else was talking. <laughs> Turns out, spoiler alert, I was able to tell the future in the summer of 2002 because that may or may not have happened. Oh. Um, Because I was a little bit, a little bit under the weather. Oh, I did. I I definitely did. Um, I I created memories um, for that I can only remember part of, but I remember that one. (laughs) Um, And not everybody else does too, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Even 20 years later. Uh, So it's kind of one of those fun. Oh, no. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. It's, it's okay. So that that was my favorite track. I, I I love the track anyway. It's so fun, but it just it's it makes me think of high school. So it's one of those things. It's like yeah. it's so fun. Mm-hmm. So and Brandon, I love, like, the, I love like the stupid people talking in the background. You know, like party yeah. atmosphere. So, like, yeah, hey guys. Yeah. Yep. So my friend's band actually used to cover that, and they would do that, actually. They would, like, talk to the crowd like, before the song would start. He would just, like, chatter yeah. with the crowd, like, the yeah. whole time. And then you hear the, the drum, and he's like, oh, that's what he's doing. Okay, now I get it. But it's funny. So, Brandon, are we playing the Weezer Wang? <laughs> yeah, guys. It's time it for is. The, the Weezer Wang. Oh, my gosh. It's time for the Word Association name game. Wang, let's play I will not go. I will not go. Yeah. Is it say it ain't so? It is. It's say it ain't so. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, I know. I know. It's really cheesy. But, like, I saw that track title, and I literally had that other song stuck in my head. So I knew I had I to put that I've that so many times. I don't know how I didn't get it. Yeah. No, it's all, it's all right. Uh, next one. This one's an easy one. Caitlin, you got this one. Easy. Okay. Okay. Kevin, Nick, and Joe. Sweater song? I don't know. No. No. You're such a fan girl, dude. It's my name is Jonas. It is my name is Jonas. (laughs) Kevin, Nick, and Joe Jonas. The Jonas Brothers. You definitely picked the wrong person for that one. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you really did. 
<laughs> she said I, I she said Brandon that she was a pop like a pop punk like alternative fan you went Jonas Brothers no like actually like I didn't even I didn't even consider Weezer like punk back in the day because I was like into like thrash punk so like yeah. I always only now as a 33 year old do I see that it was punk and but yeah so, <laughs> so Jonas Brothers no I, I no, wouldn't know they were like initial <laughs> pop punk they were like the initial pop punk band like, one mm-hmm. of the initial like true pop punk bands um that started that that craze off I would say so that's that's been the Weezer Wang game. Love it, Brandon. Way to oh, go. Man. Thanks. So hey, it's okay, man. So now we gotta get into our least favorites. We like yep. this album, but maybe maybe we, we did find we didn't find. So I'll start off and I did find a least favorite. Um mm-hmm. it's hard. So my least favorite was actually holiday. Oh um, so yeah, it's so I love this album. I love every track on this album. It's nearly perfect. Mm-hmm. The composition, yeah. musically, I can't find a lot of faults with it. That being said, this one is gets me because of the way that Rivers allows his voice to nearly break when he screams "Holiday." Mm-hmm. He does it like with perfect, yeah. with like perfect composure. I don't know how he does it, but he gets to like just the breaking point and pulls back. Yeah, and it's like nails on a chalkboard in my ears every single time i do love though i I will give this my least favorite but i do love that doo-wop breakdown in the middle of this Mm -hmm. track it's so good and i'm like i love that part but then he goes and i'm like god no no it's almost like a beach boys album like the way they harmonize Stuff. Yeah, like, it's amazing. It's, so... and it's a surf album too, so yeah. Yeah, it's like a surf rock album. It's like a surf rock track. Yeah. I love it, and I was just like, yeah. if you could just not do that, I would love this a lot more. But it is yeah. what it is. He's he's an artist. Yeah. I get it. So, Caitlin, did you have a least favorite? I did. So I I have some explaining to do though. But so um, no one else is my least favorite song. Mm-hmm. Um, for maybe obvious reasons, it's very like misogynist and creepy. Um. Mm-hmm. But I feel so like it's it's painful to listen to, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I think also, I mean, like I'm like you, like I love this album, I love every song. So I think that no, even though it's painful to listen to, like it fits so perfectly with the theme of the album. Like it's like he's so delusional, and he doesn't want anything to do with like the world and the real world and like society. And so like he doesn't want her to have anything to do with it either. Like he doesn't want his girlfriend to like be involved in that, you know. And so, like, you know, I, I just like it the most out of all the songs. But, like, there's other songs that I think don't fit in the album as well as that one does. Um, but as far as, like, do I want to listen to the song, it does make me feel icky. But, like, it's got its place within the album for sure. Yeah. Um, it has some cringe I, factor. Yeah, it's really cringy, but it's, like, it totally fits with, like, the, the whole picture, like, the whole setting of the album and his mind and you know so it's one it's one that comes if it comes out in 94 it's looked at different than it comes out in 2022 it's it's unfortunately it's been 20 some years so it's in a lot of these ones that we do from the mid mid 90s the 90s were a wicked time you never really know what you're going to get and yeah you used to be able to be more honest about your feelings i mean people have horrible (laughs) feelings you used to be able to write about them and put them on the radio and like now you're like oh i better not say that you know Uh, very very basic let's go very very Mm -hmm. basic 
and then yeah. go from there and then edit it all out. I love that. But no, I'm with you. That was, it was on my, it, I only had two and it was that one in holiday. And that one was the same reason. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of weird. Um, what are you doing? Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, it's I don't creepy. want to be my girlfriend. That's really creepy. <laughs> but yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Brandon, what was your least favorite? Um, I picked say it ain't so as my least favorite. Okay. Oh no, Why? no. I did. Um, the, can I rebuttal? After you can. Done? No, you definitely sure, can. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys write their lyrics amazingly. They're amazing lyricists. But overall, I felt like this track lacked that lyrical complexity and thoughtfulness that they usually portray. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's nitpicky is what it is, because like you both have mentioned, these tracks are all great. But I had to pick one. And Steve, I was on the fence. I was going to pick Holiday for Ooh, the exact same reason. I but... felt like Holiday belonged on the Green Album. Just yes. randomly. Yes. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, it has an Island of the Sun vibe. Yeah. But for this Ooh, track, yeah. Sadie, so I just felt like a lot of this track just seems like it was just kind of filler and unappealing to me. So that was. Totally disagree. I, okay. Yeah. That's okay. Your two minutes starts now. I'm just kidding. But whatever. Okay, okay. No, yeah, let me let <laughs> me hear it. Let Get me it. hear it. Get I want to say, um, dear daddy, I write you in spite of years of silence. You've cleaned up, found Jesus. Um, uh, things are good, or or so I hear. This bottle of Stevens inspired. Uh, this bottle of Stevens. Whatever. As far as ancient feelings. Uh, ancient feelings, like father, step father, the son is drowning in the flood, and I think that like that right there boom 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 like that is exactly like the breakdown of the family unit like the family dysfunction of that time period is what completely bred and created like the punk of the gen xers and like the early millennials there's been a lot of different punk movements over time and like this one specifically um i mean that's it right there i mean um you know um somebody's cold one is crowding my icebox. It's like, you know, his, his daddy issues haunt him and they, they, they haunt him. And like, now, like now look what, now he's drunk. Now he's the one who's drunk and he's upset and he's emotional and he's like hyped up. And it's like, you know, it's it's like now he's his father, like he's his, his effed up father, you know? And it's just, it's so perfect. And it speaks so much to like, the the punk movement and like why these kids are the way they are and like why the pain is there in the first place like why the angst why the separation from society you know and it's that song right there and it just it just says everything like in my opinion i just found myself on tiktok again where i don't say a whole lot but i just go yes like (laughs) keep going no that's that's, i 100 percent agree with her like there are there are points in the song where I could see Brandon's perspective. Like it's a little bit kind of here, but they're also like, there are so many lines in that song that cut right to the bone so quickly. And maybe maybe that's what it is, is maybe they just cut so quick. Well, and he doesn't, he doesn't, he slides them in. Like he just slides like this, this, this level of, emotional like insecurity and he slides it in so quickly that you in the way he sings it you don't really understand it until you read the lyric yeah. back and you're like yeah. what did he just he say like this is why he's got to hide in his garage yes. because 
he's angry at his father and his stepfather and it haunts him and it like affects every aspect of his life. It's super, it's, mm-hmm. and, and when a lot of this is when you get into Rivers' music, it's, it's like that. Yeah, all of his music, is, his writing is very complex and it's very intellectual, but he delivers it in a not very, in a very almost jokingly like fashion. So it's, it's like he's self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very it's very self it's like it's like he's getting it out of his chest but he's doing it in such a way that you're like is he serious is he not serious and he, he, he knows himself under the bus he's embarrassed about it later exactly 100 percent. so i agree with her brandon you're wrong it's all right it's all good <laughs> i love it's it fine. no it's that's fine. it's fine it's fine he's gonna go to his garage now um she made me cry. I'm just kidding. I love it. No, that's <laughs> I, I like the brands are I take hurt. on the chin a little bit. I do. I do appreciate that. Yeah, it's always our, dude. It's always our female guests that like call us out on our crap whenever we yeah, do that. Have you notice that? Give us a nice quick kick in the pants. You know that's very good at it. Yeah. I don't know why? But they've they've gotten this down it's in their lives. Time, so I had to defend it. Oh, yeah, no, go for it. No, we're we're hundred totally percent. Yeah, I I I take my loss whenever I need to. I'm a true punk, and I got to defend. You know. Yeah. Totally, no, totally I get, get it. it. So I get it. Brandon, we got our we got our second game now. Buddy. We do. It is uh, redeem yourself. I've got Shatner's Poetry Slam, guys. So uh, this is, uh, I've taken two other tracks outside of the word association name game tracks, and I'm going to read the lyrics as monotone and with as little inflection as possible. And Steve and Caitlin have to tell me what track it is I am vocalizing. Yep. So, So here's the first one. Okay. My girl's got a big mouth. No one else. Nailed it. Easy. You just wanted to say that line, didn't you? No. <laughs> she don't listen. My wife listens to this. No, she doesn't. All Your right. mom does. <laughs> it's true. She's, I don't know her, but she's going to like this episode, I think. Oh, Pro- yeah. Probably. All right. I'm going to, because I'm just going to start somewhere random in this next one. All right. I've got an electric guitar in the garage. Nailed, nailed it, Steve. Nailed Dude, it. It's, it's my, it's my, I know. Amazing. All right. That was yeah. a tie. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a tie. You were right there too. She was right on it. She we was were both, right there. We were both right there on that yep. one. It's so, hard. It's hard for you to do that, that game with this album. Cause I listen to it so much. It's true. And uh, I feel like the more that we, we have talked about this album and had this conversation, I feel like we all have the same deep cut. <laughs> probably I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, probably do. It's in the garage. Um, yep. Yeah. 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 I have weird things to say about it though. So it'll be interesting either way. Okay. Um, so too. here, my thoughts were coming from the, the musician side of me, I listened to a lot of like the music and the first thing that caught my attention was the recorder at the beginning. I'm not going to lie. It was just super like, Oh, that's cool. Um, but then the yeah, song also shares like an interesting story about a guy who just feels he found his safe space, you know, and we yeah. all we all have have those places, you know, or at least try to have those places. It's hard to when we're adults and we have kids who invade those yeah. safe who, who invade no those safe, safe spaces. <laughs> yeah, where it turns out even in the shower, it's no longer a safe space. Um, <laughs> no. And, you know, just for just to be and just relax. Like for me, I'll be honest, 
the, my, this podcast studio that I'm in is my safe space. It's where I can just kind of hang out, let loose and just, you know, have a good time. So, but for me, this one was a fun, a fun track to listen to. And it told a really fun, interesting story. So I wanted to make sure that I mentioned this track because I, I want other people to listen to it. So that was, were, that either, was of you, like, were either of you into like geek culture like now or back in the day? I I was and I currently am, but I was never into, yeah. I didn't get into D and D. So that's the side of it I didn't get into, but I was super into geek culture. I mean, I'm I'm a big comic I book. Anyone who's actually a geek like would be like just totally like this is their song, you know. It's, sure, it's entirely absolutely. it's entirely way too relatable and like sad at the same time. Like you're like mm-hmm. listening to it and like like I actually wrote before if you guys weren't aware, I was a huge nerd before I became a successful podcaster with tens of fans and TikTok that I must entertain <laughs> daily. Right. Um so it, it's it I I love this this song the, the lyrics are just they're incredibly deep i mean and and very very personal and everybody everybody that was like me and you guys included felt mm-hmm. that way and you kind of knew now you're not alone at least but musically the bass cut on this album is in this on this track is really good and that freaking guitar solo is so good Oh my gosh, yeah. like every once in a while, almost every one of Weezer's albums, you'll get at least one track where there's just a cutting guitar solo. And that's this yeah. track. It's so good. And I, yeah, I just, I love the track. It makes me sad, but also makes me smile at the same time. Cause I'm like, yeah, for I was sure. that guy. Yeah. And I had my own safe space for a while. And before they were safe spaces, like you just did things because, you know, I did mm-hmm. get made fun of about my weight. I did get made fun of being a, neat, a nerd and it was fine, but it was one of those things where like you heard this and you're just like, wow. Like he was like looking at me. Like being an outsider defines you. And I I feel like it's like, it's even like in the garage, like he's not even in the house. Like I had a basement, like I had a basement where I was like really like alternative in my basement, you know, Mm -hmm. where like my friends would come hang out and stuff. But it was like, you know, like he's like in the garage, like he's like, he's totally outside the norm, you know, he's not yeah. in the living room with his parents watching television, you know, he's like, he's, he's out, he's kind he of is. outside in a way, you know, like he's, right. he's like not even totally like inside. And it's like that, that perspective of the album, like that whole theme of like finding a home outside, finding right. a home as an outsider, like alternative person. And uh, yeah, I was never like a traditional geek, but I was like always very eccentric and I still am to be honest. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, uh, yeah, it it definitely felt that that track. It's it's just genius. I mean, it's just a masterpiece. Absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, let's start uh, wrapping this up and uh, putting a bow on it. Let's give our final thoughts and a rating from one to to ten. Steve, how about you start? All right, fantastic, guys. So Weezer is in the top five bucket list artists that I need to see live. Um, note to self, we need to do that podcast, Brandon. Um, yeah. Down the road here at some point. Uh, yeah. But what they've been able to accomplish accomplish in the past just about 30 years is remarkable. The band stayed together for the most part. They've only met, they've only mixed a couple of members up um, in the time frame here, but they've been pretty much this consistent band for the last 20 some years. Um, and it's kind of funny that the sound really hasn't changed all that much. Their, their sound from 1994 to shit, 2022 and see when spring just came out, mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's 
exploratory. It's crazy, but they do a lot of the same things. Writing is pretty mm-hmm. similar. It's very, very poignant. It's very, very smart, but it's also kind of upbeat and witty when it shouldn't be at the same time. Like you're like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. They've, they've stayed in their same lane and stayed relevant over 30 years, which is unheard of in our time. There's not really any band that stayed exactly where they're supposed to be and stayed in the relevancy of pop culture. Mm-hmm. So they're doing something right. I, it's, it's something yeah. to definitely accomplishment on their end. The album for me is damn near perfect from start to finish. Um, I listen to it still weekly. It's still in my rotation. It, it finds its way yeah. in my Spotify quite frequently. I'm, I'm one of those 11 million listeners um, mm-hmm. monthly. And um, for me, I'm giving it a nine out of 10. I like it. All right, Caitlin. So how about you? What, what are your final thoughts on, on this album? I just got to do a 10 out of 10 because it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, it's so perfect. It's like a, it's like a punk beach boys album. And I love all of that. I love every bit of it as far as like being outside of society, you know, um, deciding decidedly alternative. Um, it was very, it was very formative for me um, back in the day. And it's something that I still listen to and it, it helps me to understand where I've come from and like who I am now. And there's nothing else I can say about it. It, It's perfect in my mind. There's a, there's a few, I mean, even, you know, the songs that I feel like maybe stand out, um, or maybe uh, stand apart like Holiday or even Buddy Holly. Sometimes I'm like, does that really fit within the album? You know, but I'm like, hey, I love those songs either way. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, that's kind of how how I feel about the album too. It's just a solid album all the way from top to bottom. You know, a lot of these songs have a really great story and allow for us as listeners to be able to imagine what's happening and just use our brains to kind of fill in the gaps of what what they're saying and that sort of thing sometimes you know with albums you don't it's just a fun listen to as music but here you kind of can visualize exactly what's going on like you know we all talked about in the garage i can literally envision exactly what that looks like in my brain because yeah, of how- totally. I, love that, I love that your favorite song was my name is jonas because it's just so it's just a masterpiece of a first song of an album oh absolutely where it, yeah, it just paints this perfect picture for you. And like, it just brings you into his mind immediately, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, I did end up also giving this one a nine out of 10. So that is, I mean, that's almost damn near perfect for, for all three of us. So yeah, I'm not a podcaster, so I'm just going to say 10 out of 10. I don't care. <laughs> no, absolutely. No. And that, and that's totally, no, that's totally, that's, I mean, we, we expect it when our guests come on and bring us you know, an album that they want to talk about. So we, uh, we definitely understand that for sure, but it also helps when, you know, Steve and I also appreciate the album and don't completely shit on it, you know? So there's that too. So, but, uh, yeah, but again, Caitlin, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. It has been an absolute pleasure and uh, we'll we'll have to get you back on for another Weezer album here, you know, very soon guys. Thank you so much for, joining into the podcast today you can find steve and i on social media you can find us on facebook at the notes will goats podcast you can find us on instagram and twitter at notes will goats pod you can find steve on tiktok at steve madol you can find me on tiktok at brandon.alberta guys give us a five-star rating on apple and on spotify write us a review we really appreciate 
all of the support. And uh, guys, that is that is going to be it for us on this Friday. We will see you guys again on Tuesday. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats.